Hoagie's Garage. Houston's feature winners. From Sunday night. From Sunday night. 31st of July, right? Yep, I believe so. Okay. And you we got, got Ryan, Colby, and Colby. So we got a pretty good chance of not screwing up the names. And Young. You know, I'm yeah, calling, I'm calling Colby Clausen. Colby's probably the old guy. You know, or he is the old guy of the group. Yeah, because so. Tim's is 15 and... Uh, uh, Colby. The other Colby Work, is... Workmeister. Yeah, I believe is... Uh, 16, maybe, somewhere yeah, in there. So we'll yeah, find not out. very old, so we'll yeah. find out. We'll ask. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, on the other note, you know, we uh, put a little thing out there for Hoagie's Garage stickers. That was crazy. And the yeah, response Seattle, Washington, Sacramento, California, uh, PA, PA, Texas, Indiana. They're, you know, I mailed <laughs> a ton of them out just, just the other day. So, I knew. People if, wanted to listen to two guys talking. Yeah. If well, anybody, they, ain't uh, to, they ain't listening to us. Yeah, you know, they're definitely not we listening just get to, to me We and just you. put people in touch with them that they but, can listen to. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, if anybody else wants a Hoagie's Garage sticker to just throw on the car, uh, race car, whatever. You may uh, have to get a hold of Brett to get some more made. Yeah. You know, Octane Inc., they're, they're kind of a sponsor for us. And uh, we love working with Brett Vanderbrink. Um you know, and yeah, maybe I'll have to hit them up for some more decals. We'll <laughs> see. How many people want them? So, I don't know how many you got, but uh, all right. Hey, when we come back, Kobe, Kobe, and Ryan Timms. Hey, we would like to thank our newest sponsor, Tobe. Yeah, Husets Speedway. Isn't it great to have Husets back? Oh, it is. What oh, a man. what a great attribute to the area. So awesome. So our new sponsorship. Um, basically, what we are doing is we are going to have a show um, each week after a normal, regular show. Right, Tobe? Yep, yep, normal show. Try to get the three winners together. Well, not at the same time, but same night, hopefully. And yeah. put together a little half-hour podcast with the winners to see how they talk about their night. And yep, it'll just be a five, ten-minute conversation. Well, with, yeah, uh, like we've ever had a five, ten-minute <laughs> conversation, but we're, we're not shooting for an hour show yep, or anything. with but. each driver. And uh, just talk about Husets and how the night went, and yeah, see how it goes. So again, we want to thank Husets Speedway for allowing us to do this. Yep. And who knows, maybe it'll lead to something else. Hey, we're back at Hoagie's Garage. We got Kobe Clausen on. He's live from the Hog Barn. Yeah. How you doing tonight? Um, pretty good. I'm sweating, but uh, it's all right. <laughs> that's that's not hard to do today. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think it's like 103 out right now or something, and and it's not a dry heat, it's it's pretty no, humid. Yeah, we yeah. got plenty of humidity for this one. It, you know, that corn must have a lot of moisture in it, because I don't understand how it's this humid when it's so dry. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely drying out now, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it is dry. Hopefully we can catch a shot of rain sometime here in the next week. If not yeah, sooner. we're gonna we're gonna need it, or uh, I think the racing plans might get shortened next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, let's talk the Sunday night a little bit at Husets. Uh, obviously, you're on our podcast, so you won. Um, started up front pretty much too, didn't you? Or yeah, after three DNFs in a row, my point average was about as bad as I can get. And yeah, I guess I just kind of figured going in the night I would start front row if I get through the heat race and. Did that and yeah, started up front and we all rolled away and just 
just maintain. I get. I could kind of see the guys behind me on the big screen, and uh, yeah, I knew they they weren't going to get around me unless Corey I made something work on the top. But and he was uh, trying. He was oh, trying yeah. so hard. Yeah, and I tell you what, it looked like he was having a blast. Probably a lot more fun than I was having, but uh, yeah, win to win, I guess, right? Yep. Yeah, take them how you got to get them. Because look yeah. to me, you know, you what you got the leader in the first lap. You know, you started on the outside. Yeah. And you know, I I'd, I'd say. To me, it almost looked like the winning move might have been in three and four almost. You stayed just right on top of the three yeah. car, I think, and just yeah, there was there was there was a pretty uh, thin line of moisture, but I feel like I could keep my left rear tire on it a little bit there, and uh, yep. uh, we put a new motor in a couple weeks ago, and that thing really pulls on the bottom. So uh, yeah, I think I just kind of outmotored him out of the corners. So yeah, you bet, perfect. What? What's that like, Kobe, being, you know, leading and knowing the guys are they're right there behind you? I mean, what what's that like for you in the car? Are you just telling yourself to hit your spots, or what are you doing? Well, you know, it always made me nervous before, but I don't know. You get a couple wins on your belt. It, it does get a little easier. You just, you just kind of calm yourself down and uh, – just run your race and uh, find your find your lines and just keep hitting them, uh, especially on a technical track like that. Uh, it, it was like the racing line was uh, about one car length wide, and you just had to stay on that, and and, and you'd be fine. So yeah, you, know. you didn't want to miss it because if yeah, if you would have drifted high, you would have been back in probably seventh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I made sure the car went in the corner as straight as I possibly could, and then, uh, and made a turn of the brakes, I guess. So. Yeah, I think the like you said, the only guy that was trying something different was Corey, and he was he was just running that high line, but it just wasn't any faster he, than low. He, he didn't I mean, lose, but he couldn't gain nothing. You know, he held yeah. he held his own, but yeah, I can guarantee you if I was back there, I'd have been doing the same thing. Well, you know, you got to try. You ain't, you know, you're not going to advance anywhere by following everybody. Yeah, so you might yeah, as well try totally. it a little bit and hope if it don't work, you, you know. can get back to the bottom. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I. I can tell you one thing, when you're on the top at Houston's and you're just pounding the cushion and you have to go to the bottom, you really got to tell yourself, hey, this is a whole different racetrack <laughs> now. You got to slow down and take it easy on the bottom where on the top you got to just hit it wide open and and just <laughs> drive your butt off, I guess. But on the bottom, you got to be so conservative. Yeah, we've had different guys tell us over the podcast that sometimes you got to go slow to be fast. Yeah, de- definitely, and it's hard to it's hard to slow yourself down when you're running the top like that, and 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 conv- convince yourself that you're actually going faster on the bottom than you are on the top. But yep, get the but, adrenaline uh, that's going. What you and, do. Yep. Yeah. Hey, let's yep. let's mention the guys that are helping you out again. Uh, well, this year for my crew, I got uh, Terry Cahoon. He builds my motors, and he's been out there, but every night I need him. Um, my good buddy from high school, uh, Joe DeBoer, he's been oh, he's been there just about every night, too. And a uh, uh, couple new guys, uh, Caleb Pazur, he's actually just met him probably six months ago, and uh, he's been always willing to help. He, he's learning a lot. I mean, uh, a lot of them guys don't know the ins and outs of it, but uh, they find an interest, and he's really taken to it really well. And it's it's – it's fun to take the new guys along and watch them ex- excel as crew members, and then uh, and then the occasional John Kramer. He, he's always good help. So uh, I think they all were there the other night. So I, I, it's always fun to do good and 
when uh, you got the whole crew there, and my wife was there, and my my daughter and uh, parents were there the week before and watched me smack the wall, but they weren't there the other night. But they're just <laughs> as big of a part of it as everybody else. So. Well, you know, you know, there's one reason why you won the race, right? What's that? You put the Hoagie's Garage sticker on your car. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I had it right there on the, on the roof. Uh, yeah. Uh, just, yeah. Just, we'll, we'll take all the credit we can give ourselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's a cool thing you guys are doing. Uh, I think Austin Lloyd did something like this for a while until he kind of got big into the announcing. And, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely a cool thing to have a podcast where you can hear all the drivers different opinions after they're all calmed down yeah. a couple days later and it, it's been a lot of fun for us yeah yeah no i hope you guys keep on doing it because it's it's definitely cool so what is it that you like about husets well you're not gonna find any more of a professional atmosphere if you want to call it that it almost don't feel like you're at the dirt, dirt track race you know uh you got and the only part that's dirt is the is the racetrack. Yep. And, you know, working on a car standpoint, that's 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 awesome. But uh, man, that track, uh, it was it was very hard for me not to go to the top because uh, I told this to other guys too. Uh, if if uh, there's a highlight, it's just, just let me go all day, every day, just alone, and I'll have more fun than I'll probably <laughs> ever have just running the highlight at Houston's. But uh, so I was a little bummed out. I didn't really get to do that, but I, I knew I'd be a fool if I would have done it the other night. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, well, maybe, yeah. well, you guys got one race left there, right? Oh, yeah, one or two. I, I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. I, I know uh, Street Sox Series put a thing out. We got 10 races in the year left uh, between, uh, I think, uh, three, four different tracks. Okay. So yeah, I know they got the last busy. night. Last Sunday in August, they're running again a regular show, and maybe maybe you'll get lucky. The High Line will be there that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I kind of like the starting in front. That's a little easier than starting deep in the field too. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, but yeah. yeah, you bet. But you said you had like ten races left. What tracks are you running at then besides Houston yet? Well, it's coming Friday. We're at uh, Murray County Speedway in Slayton, Minnesota, and. Then uh, Saturday, uh, I-90 in Hartford again. And yep. then I think we get one week of just one race on a Saturday at Hartford. And then I believe we're back in Rocky in a couple weeks. And and then that kind of uh, ends out the year. And we'll go back to Houston and Hartford the rest of it. But, sure. Uh, you bet. You bet. Hey, uh, give, a, give a shout out to all your sponsors. Yeah, uh, this year I got Frontier Bank on the, the big sponsor on the quarter panel. Uh, Hoghouse Handyman from Ashton. Uh, Moonlight Race Parts, get all my try to get all my race parts through him. Um, corner Service in Little Rock, they're always there to lend a hand when I need it. And um, let's see, you got DIY 4X. That's kind of been. Uh, I haven't sent for these cars because these aren't exactly cookie cutter cars. You kind of got to think on your own and uh, come up with some of your own parts. Uh, but uh, they've been helping out with that. They got Lonneman Seed Sales, DNS Seed Sales, um, Baker Irrigation out of Rock Valley. We could sure use some irrigation right now. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, hopefully it'll rain. Uh, um, then I got Cooney's Race Engines and uh, Rapid Graphics did the wrap this year. And 
yeah, it's they, it's a really good group of sponsors. Uh, hope to add a couple more next year. And uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes, I guess. But uh, yeah, they've been they've been good. Uh, you know, it's hard to keep that money going out throughout the whole season, but uh, right at the beginning, it kind of gives you a little momentum before the yeah, season even starts. Boost you know, to get so. everything ready, anyhow. Oh yeah, yeah, and this year it really helped out. So you bet. All right, well, that's awesome. Uh, congrats on the big win and. You know, if you're if you're gonna run ten races, let's let's uh, hope you get what three, four more wins. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be nice. Um, sitting pretty close to second on both tracks, and got to be pretty close to second in our touring series too. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we finish strong and can at least keep that. I don't know if we'll get to the lead because lead leaders out there quite a ways, but. Sure. Uh, yeah, it'd be it'd be nice, you know. Points racing can be very stressful, but uh, it's it's all worth it at the end of the year when you go to the banquet. So yeah, yeah. and I, it, you know, hey, all the bad luck's gone. You got the hoagie sticker on, so it's nothing but good luck from here on out. Jeez, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I went through the front end, rear end of this car so many times in the past two weeks. It's on. A, it's just crazy. So, well, all right. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll let you go, Colby. You get done with your hog chores, get inside, and have yourself something cool to drink and. Cool off. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah, have All a right. good one. We'll see you. Bye. Co-op Energy, your tri-state supplier for all your energy needs. Tires for cars, trucks, and tractors, and fuel like farm fuel, gas, and propane to heat your house and all your livestock barns. Co-op Energy even supplies the propane for the propane pusher. Co-op Energy has several convenient stores in towns located near your local tracks. Stop in before the race to get your gas, snacks, and beer. If interested in doing business with CEC, give Randy a call, 712-400-8216. One more time, 712-400-8216. To set up an account, or you can visit our website at www.coopenergyco.com to find a location near your favorite track. Some of those locations are Wildcat Junction in Larchwood, Jackrabbit Junction in Sibley, in Worthington, the Interstate Sea Store, or the Blue Line Truck Stop. In Lakefield, it's Junction 86. And in Milford, Boji Junction. Stop by and see what they have for you. And we're back at Hoagie's Garage. We have Kobe Workmeister. Did I say that right? Yeah. All right. Um, Kobe, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? So I'm, as some of you guys may know, I'm 16 years old. And I live in Armour, South Dakota. It's not a very big town. It's a town of about 700. So I go to high school in Armour, South Dakota, which I think we have around 50 kids in our high school, which does not sound like a lot because I have only like 10 kids in my class, I think. Wow. Yeah, it's it's a small town. I, I really enjoy it. You know, we know most of the people from the town and everything, which is really nice, too. Of course, you realize um, we're coming to you from Leicester, which has, like, maybe 250 people in it, so. 
Oh, We're used to small yeah. town living. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> you bet. Um, yeah, I'm going to be a junior in a high school, I guess, this year, which I guess I'm excited for. But, you know, once summer ends, you know, and school starts and then racing season ends. So it's sucks all kind of happens pretty fast here. Sucks all the fun out of your time, doesn't it? No yeah. more racing, you got to go back to school. Yeah. <laughs> do you do any other sports? <clears throat> no, I mainly stick to work on the race car and that type of stuff I like, I guess. You bet. You bet. That's that's Nothing all good. Nothing wrong with that. Any brothers and sisters? Is it just you? I have an older sister, I guess. She is going to be a sophomore in college. Okay. It's always it's always good to get them on because otherwise they give you crap after you're done. So <laughs> How come you didn't mention me? <laughs> <laughs> you bet. Um, so, when did you start racing? So, I started, um, I think I was 11 or 12. Um, it was a local go-kart association, kind of. They actually used to race lawnmowers, and then they started racing kids' go-karts with the lawnmowers. Because the adults race lawnmowers and kids race go-karts. And um, it was kind of a friend-of-a-friend deal where I was able to get in a go-kart for the night or something. And luckily, my mom was actually out of town for the night because we didn't tell her until later that night, which was probably a good thing. But, yeah. um, So what you're saying is mom might not have approved, you're saying. Yes, but I actually won my heat race that night, I think, which was pretty cool, I think, but yeah. That's awesome. And then that was just um, one race for one year, and then the next year, we actually got our own go-karts and everything, and I that year, I got, I don't know, five wins or something, maybe, but I mean, I don't think we raced more than 10 carts at a time. Um, I actually won the points championship that year, and that was my first full year in racing go-karts, which was a lot of fun. And then from there, we kind of moved up the ranks, I guess. That was a flat cart that we used to race, and then I moved up to a winged go-kart. You know, it looks kind of like a sprint car, just smaller, a lot smaller, smaller engine, roll cage, you know, wing on top, everything like that. Yep. Um, we raced them in Iowa, actually, by Knoxville, Iowa, English Creek Speedway, I guess. Um, raced that smaller cart for a year there, and then we kind of moved up classes again. We moved to a 250, which had a dirt bike engine in it. Got quite and, a bit faster then. Yeah, they actually went like 65 mile an hour <laughs> around, I think, is a fifth of a mile track or something. Yep. Um, yeah, we got a couple wins in the 250, and then we ran the 250 for one more year after that, and then made the jump up to sprint cars, I guess, this year, which was a learning experience for sure. <laughs> it was a lot different, but it's been a lot of fun this year. And you got to so, win, so. Yeah where, yeah. where do you all race at? So we've actually raced at like five tracks this year. We were scheduled for three. We race Wagner Speedway, 
which is a smaller local track, and then I-90 Speedway and Husets, who we've also ran over at Rock Rapids, yep. and then Jackson. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So you get same guys to go with you to all the different tracks then for pit crew, or who do you got helping you with that? Well, most of the time my pit crew is just me and my dad. Um, okay. We have a couple other guys, a couple of my uncles. Um, one's from Wisconsin. He actually just came down the week prior, and he helped us out. And then my uncle, actually, that lives in town, he likes to come to the races, too, and help us. Yeah. Why not, right? Yeah. <laughs> they enjoy it, too, just like me and my dad do. Yeah. You bet. You bet. Well, you wouldn't but, do it if you didn't enjoy it. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about Sunday night at Houston's getting your first feature win. You started 11th, and before the race started, what what do you what would you have put your odds out at winning? I didn't even have the thought in my mind. I guess <laughs> I've you know run you know most of the season at Houston's and everything, and started I the past like three races. I think we had top fives, but we started around that fifth or you know we started around there and you know finished yeah. around there so wasn't too bad you know we we were pretty happy with those but so you know starting 11th we didn't really think much of it you know we were happy if we even got a top five you know and then things just worked out that race that's for sure <laughs> do you remember some parts of the races who who you're racing by or what kind of moves you put on some guys I know right away we me and my dad have rewatched the race about ten times or so. It's just <laughs> that's it's, awesome. It was cool to watch. But like the first corner, like coming out of two, we were four wide actually. I was way on the bottom and there was a couple other cars on the outside of me and yeah. That I didn't gain really too much there. I only gained like one spot, but it's just all the cautions. I think we only had like four cautions that race, but every caution, I think I gained two cars or something, you know, after the caution or something like that. So they, they all played a really big favor in my race, I guess. So is that your first win ever then in a, in a sprint or you won one once before? Yes. That's your first that was point. my first ever win in a sprint car. Oh. Which so you were I, smiling I was, just a little bit then when you got done. Yes, I was not expecting to win at Houston's to be my first time. I was thinking, like, Wagner, it's a local track where they only get, like, 10 cars. Sure. I figured, you know, maybe I'd win there or something first. But, no, I guess it happened at Houston's, which was really cool. Yeah. So, did you guys tweak how you set it up a little bit? I mean, it, it really seemed like the low low side was really, really fast for you. Yeah, especially early in the race, I was running the low side, and that's where I got a lot of cars. Um, we didn't really make too many changes. I think we tightened the car a little bit, and then um, my dad put a new left rear tire on, which helped us, I think. It was brand-new tire, but my dad was actually thinking of changing the gears before the race, which I kind of persuaded him not to i guess which i think really helped us Ended out up being not a good changing call, that gear yeah so what do you what do you do you like racing at Houston's, or would you yeah that's what, what yeah like my favorite track. track is it yes i i like the way they prepare it, everything you know they always work the track and you know there's always a bottom and a 
top to the track, you know, no matter when. So, you know, there's lots of passing that can go on, whereas, you know, like I-90 some nights, it just gets one lane and, you know, there's no passing. So where you start is basically where you finish. Yeah, the follow the leader races. And that's not really fun because when you're running, like, in the top in points and IMCA, they put you towards the middle of the pack. So there's no, you know, if you finish top four or whatever in your heat, most of the time you start in the you know, middle of the pack of the feature or something, you know, since and then you I think we're there. yeah, pretty high in points, I guess. Yep. Well, uh, that's a good thing. That's a, that's a good problem <laughs> to have, I guess. Yeah. And, I mean, there's sometimes, I guess, at Husets, I mean, the bleachers are so big that there's times it doesn't look like there's that many fans there. But I still think there's a lot of fans there. And the other side part is, you're getting watched by so many people on Dirt Vision, it's not even funny. So, I, Yeah, that's that's a cool thing to have Dirt Vision there anyways. And actually, it looked like there was a lot of people in the stands too, we thought, um, when I won the past week here. But Yeah, it was a good crowd. It was. It was. Yeah. So, so what, what's, uh, you have plans for the rest of the year or you guys just kind of, there's not too many races left at Houston's. I think there's only one left for you, isn't there? Yep. And that's the end of August here, but we have like five more races at I-90, I think, and a couple more at Wagner. And we're debating on whether we should go to the Jackson Nationals, I guess, but I think that week I start school, so I don't know if I will be able to get out of school to go to Jackson Nationals or not. So. <laughs> yeah. I'll come up with some excuse for you. <laughs> yeah. You bet. You bet. <laughs> don't feel yeah. good. Yeah, just don't say the C word. Um, who, are, who are your sponsors? Um, one of my biggest sponsors is WorkWeld, I guess. That's my biggest sponsor. And then we have... Central Plains, Automation, Rex Winkle Concrete, um, Bob's Farm Service, Fusick Trucking, Boats Repair, um, Owen Industries, Make It Mind Design, um, Iverson Auto, Dean's Auto Body, um, Fusick Trucking, Diamond Vogel Paint. Um, I think that's it, but they're, yeah. Big help to us, you know. You didn't we have that done all it written without. down. You did pretty good. To remember all that. Yeah, no, I, I <laughs> trying to remember off the top of my head, I guess. But <laughs> I good. also, yeah, can't thank my dad enough. You know, he's he's one of the big help to me too. Because right. without him, I don't think I'd be able to do it. Because you know, out there, about every night we're out there working on the car to get it ready for the next next weekend with its cleaning it, maintenancing it, yeah, fixing, true. which. We, yeah. Hopefully, you don't have to to fix it, but yeah. You know, but always something. That's that's probably about the best father son time there is, though. I mean, you you guys are spending more. If you weren't racing, you and your dad wouldn't be spending that much time together, probably. No, probably not. Which, yeah, it's just even the ride up to the races, you know, and the ride home, especially the ride home after the win at Houston's. You know, that was a yeah, that was. Uh, that was a good a ride, ride home. That was a quick sure, one, yeah. probably. Didn't take very long to get home, probably, after that one. It didn't seem like <laughs> yeah. it. Oh, yeah. That's absolutely awesome. That's absolutely mm-hmm. awesome. So we got 
Just to find out a little bit more about you, Kobe, we got some uh, rapid fire questions here for you. I'll start it off. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? I'm not really a big ice cream fan, actually, but wow. I'll just go with vanilla. Okay. I thought everybody liked ice cream. <laughs> Are you uh, more of a cat person or dog person? I'd go with dogs. Okay. Do um, you have any hobbies outside of racing? Um, not really, no. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite movie? Um, I either like Talladega Nights or Dumb and Dumber or something. Oh, Dumb and Dumber, one Dumb of my favorites. Dumber, my wife awesome. hates it, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. That's our kind of humor. Um, what's the first thing you drink when you wake up in the morning? Uh, just water. You know, I, I don't drink coffee or anything. Uh, do you prefer snow or rain? Uh, snow. Okay, now this was the first podcast you've done. Have you ever listened to a podcast before? Uh, yeah, I've listened to a couple, I guess. And something, you know, when you're working on a race car, maybe to listen to. Or... Yeah, got something to, something in the background anyhow. Yep. Um, what's your favorite place to go out to eat at? I don't really go out to eat much. Is there a good place in I'd Armour say, to eat? Yeah, I'd say it's called the Blue Moon, I guess. Blue Moon. There you go. What's your favorite holiday? Uh, Probably Christmas. Yep. Uh, what app on your phone do you use the most? Um, I'd probably have to go with Instagram, maybe. And what's your favorite thing to eat, whether it's at home or if you're out somewhere? Um, probably chicken, like chicken strips or something. That yep. works. That's always a good go-to meal anywhere you can get them. So you said yeah. you're you're you said you're 16, right? Yep. So do you have any speeding tickets yet? No. That's good. I, yeah, no, haven't got pulled over yet, which is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> so your mom and dad and the cops aren't listening. So what's the fastest you've ever driven on the highway? You can pass on uh, this one if you want to. <laughs> probably like 70. Oh, okay. that ain't so bad. Not bad. That's, yeah, no. that's hardly the speed limit if you get on the interstate. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll skip that one. Let's go with this one. All right. And then last question for you. If, if you could own any vehicle in the world, car, pickup, whatever, and didn't have to worry about paying for it, what would you like to have? Probably a Dodge Hellcat. Ooh. That could go. get you in trouble, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, Kobe, congrats on your first win. I'm I'm so happy it was at Husets for you. Um, well, thank you. And... You know, we wish you the best. I don't know if there's anything else that we forgot to talk about or anything that you wanted to mention. No, I don't think so. You guys covered most of it, I think. All right. Well, thanks again for coming on, and best of luck on the rest of the year. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Talk to you again sometime, hopefully. Yep. Okay. See ya. Bye-bye. Lester Day celebration is Friday, August 19th and Saturday, August 20th. Start your night off Friday with a rescue squad fundraiser with inflatables and fire truck rides. And there is also going to be a new glow run this year for Friday night. Saturday, start your morning off bright and early with a smoking competition. Get a hold of Buddy Kellenberger for that.
at 7.30 till 9, there is a breakfast at the community center. Then the parade is at 10.30, followed by a lunch put on by People's Bank at the community center. Live music by the Teals Band, three-on-three basketball tournament, face painting, inflatables, 4-H concessions. There's an A&W car show on Main Street, a golf ball release, cowpie bingo. Also brand new this year is a chuck wagon presentation. There's a kid's tractor pull. The raffle will happen right after that. There is a beanbag tournament starting roughly around 4 o'clock down at the Ball Diamond, followed by a home run derby for kids and adults. And then to cap it all off, there is a street dance by the Caboose. What a great day for the Village of Leicester. Hey, we're here at Hoagie's Garage. We have Ryan Timms on. How you doing, Ryan? I'm good. How are you guys? We're doing, doing great. Good. Doing great. We got Tobe again over in Rock Rapids, and I'm here, and hey, we're making this happen. So where are you at right now, Ryan? Do you have any idea? Yeah, we're in, well, we're just leaving uh, T up by Sioux Falls. Oh, okay. Yeah. And we're headed to the lakeside, run the 360 on Tuesday or tomorrow. Um, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. So for guys like me, where's Lakeside at? It's in uh, somewhere in Kansas. I don't know where exactly. It's uh, okay. about an hour south of Kansas City, maybe. I might be wrong. Okay, well, you're not driving, Toby. so you don't have to know where right. it is. Toby's right. only 15. He hasn't even taken his That's geography classes That's what I said. He's not yet. driving, so. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh. Hey, let's talk about Sunday night a little bit. Um, hey, Luke, before I do that, I I got to give a shout-out. Uh, I know you know a few of the West Lion guys. Uh, Haley Falkins and uh, um, Jackson... Vermeer, I yeah. think you know them. I think Jackson helped you out a little bit. Yeah, Jackson, he helped us out at uh, well, he helped us out last night, and then he helped us out at uh, Jack Friday or Saturday. I don't remember. And then uh, I eighty, he helped us out too. So he's been helping a little bit whenever we're close to where they're at. So yeah, that's that's kind of cool. So no, it is. you bet. Um, hey. Uh, a little bit Sunday night on the feature, I thought you started a little bit, you know, not quite there, but boy, the car kind of came in strong. Yeah, definitely at the start, we um, weren't as good as, you know, we, I wanted to be at least, and uh, it, was a, it was a little loose, I got it a little sideways there at the start, and uh, but that was, it needed to be loose for, for it to be uh, good at the end, and on the cushion how treacherous it was up there all night so um it was just a tricky track and uh, just like uh, the weekend before it was just really cowboy up up there and um when it came to lap traffic i mean before lap traffic we pretty much just stayed even but then once we got to lap cars is where i really uh, closed in and was able to make those passes you bet yeah, yeah that you do you like the track slicker like it was say you know it took rubber towards the end of the night or do you prefer the heavy track no i definitely like it uh slicker i i never i mean it's it's just when it's hooked up everyone's pretty much the same and i i'm never really um that much better than anyone but when it's slick i feel like we're always um a few tenths better than most people so 
Uh, I definitely like it slick and up on the cushion where it gets technical. I feel like that's where, you know, I can just capitalize on all their mistakes up there and uh, I can just close in. Yeah. yeah. It, just, you, yeah well, you, did, you did make some, you know, good passes. And the the last one, um, oh, God dang, I'm drawing a blank. Who do you, who'd you pass to take over the lead? Uh, Jewel. Jewel, I thought you man. were. I thought you were just going to be gone, but Jewel kind of hung right with you. I don't know if you could oh, tell that no. or not, but he was right there. No, Jewel. He, I seen him uh, up on the board once I got by him. He was just. I just seen the green and red car, and I could see he was staying at least like five or six car lengths right behind yep. me. And uh, my tire, my left rear was vibrating really bad. So I uh, seen we had four to go, and I was just kind of being careful. I think I could have gave it. Uh, quite a bit more, but I was just not trying to blow a tire, and um, yeah, we were just being careful, and our tires really weren't that bad, but um, yeah, it kind of sucked. It took rubber, but it just seems like Houston's dirt is just, it blows off so quick, because I mean, it was pretty hooked up from the start, and I mean, it's not their fault. I think it's just how the dirt is, and with how much wind they get through there, and all that. So, the vibration then in that tire, did you did the boys figure something out with that? Or did a clump of mud get in or something, or no idea? Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy thinks it's just the the um, the tires just aren't being made right. And oh, yep, yep. All of them lately have been ripping up, so he just thinks that that's just what it was because it really shouldn't have been vibrating like it was. But even in the heat race, it was vibrating, and it wasn't rubber then, so. Uh, and we balance our wheels, so it sure. has to be just the man, the way they're manufactured. So. Yeah, well, I think Hoosier is trying to pump them out so darn fast that right. you know, I've heard, you know, they're not getting cured as some of the stories I've heard. Yeah. They're not curing long enough before they're shipping them out because everybody's needing tires. Right, that's what I heard too is they're not being cured. Yeah. Uh, you bet. So... You're a busy guy, Ryan. Uh, I talked to you last night, and you said, "Well, if we want to do a podcast, this is my only free night this whole week." So, give, <laughs> you you already talked about uh, doing 360 here tomorrow. What's what's the rest of the week like for you? So yeah, 360 Tuesday, and then uh, Wednesday and Thursday we'll fly out and go to the BC39 and run Coons's Midget, and then. Um, fly to Knoxville and run the 360 Nationals Friday and Saturday. I qualify Friday night. And then um, Sunday is the off night, I'm pretty sure. And then Oskaloosa, Terry's let me run that. He made an exception. So we'll be there on Monday and then uh, Tuesday all the way to Saturday or Sunday whenever Knoxville ends. We just get kind of a vacation. So that'll be nice. So you're you're going to be down there that 410 week, the Tuesday through Saturday? Just yeah, get, we'll be there the whole time, just hanging out and watching. That that would probably be a nice little break for you. Yeah, it'll be nice. Just not <laughs> to do anything. <laughs> Although you just would be like, and, <laughs> kick back and sit and watch races like we do. Right, it'll be my last uh, free weekend for uh, probably a few years. So <laughs> <laughs> better make the best of it, huh? Right. So, how did you get hooked up with Coons? How long have you been driving for him? Uh, shoot. We, uh, I mean, a few months. It hasn't been, uh, like, 
any schedule just whenever we're not running the sprint car or anything like that and our weekend's open and there's a midget race somewhere we'll go run it and um it's it's been a good deal um jared he's the one the one on the wrenches and uh he's got it tuned up really good and um he just makes my job way easier driving it so um especially running the 410 stuff it definitely makes you um a lot better in the the midget stuff so um i'm pretty confident going into the bc um it's uh, it's gonna be tough with around uh, almost a hundred entries. I don't know. I don't think they're quite there, but um, yeah, we'll just see what we can do. We ran pretty good last year, so I think we'll be good this year. You bet. You so, bet. just because I need to ask, because I know Coons has got a ton of cars, but do you have any idea how many teammates you're gonna have at the uh, BC? I think, and I'm pretty sure it's more, but at least ten. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> 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 just crazy that one guy's got that many cars there. Just, I mean, just I'm glad he does it. I don't get me wrong. I'm just amazing. Right. No, it's incredible. Um, like we went to their shop when we were in uh, um, Indiana, and you know, it's just crazy how much stuff they got. And they definitely got their operation together. They got plenty of guys and enough guys that know what they're doing. And um, it's a it's a pretty legit operation they got. So. Oh yeah, I've seen a a tour on YouTube or yeah. somewhere of his shop. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's impressive. It'd be really fun. Like you said, to walk through it oh, and no. actually see it. It is. It's cool. I mean, I mean just everything. Cause how many cars they got tires and is insane. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the three sixty nationals, what's, what's your hopes down there? What do you think you have a chance? Uh, not to win. I honestly don't know, but <laughs> Um, I mean, I'd be happy with just making the A and going forward. Uh, it's, we ran it this past Saturday and man, it's tough out there. It's definitely, I got Port Royal and, uh, some tricky tracks like that, but Knoxville is definitely the toughest and, uh, we'll have our, um, I think we'll, we'll be a lot better setup wise and, um, just everything wise me driving and uh just we had some motor issues we'll be a lot better when we go uh for the 360 nationals but it's just so tough um you just really got to qualify good and that's where your whole night is and uh you know you sits but it's a little more dependent on qualifying at knoxville yeah yeah if you don't qualify good then you got to start deep in that alphabet soup mess and yeah yeah and even if you make it through, you're starting deep in the A. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, if you could make the A, you know what is there? There's what's the last I saw eighty some cars for the three sixties, or is there more than that now? I'm not even sure, but I know there's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if you can make the A, that's an accomplishment in itself. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So um, I'm just we're going into it with a an open mind, and it's uh it's not really it's it's really just a learning experience and. Uh, I'm just going to learn as much as I can for um, next year. And we'll be uh, running quite a few weekly shows there, I'm sure, next year. Uh, sure. Better. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Tobe, do you remember who told us that they kind of changed the low groove? They kind of, like, um, made it's oh. a little bit more like a triangle in one and two or something like that. Was that um, Sweet's Pit Groove guy? Was that there or were they talking about Jackson? No, I'm You're pretty sure he's talking Knoxville. 
Okay. That's why they're struggling running the low so much at Knoxville. I don't know. They moved the moved it out or something. Moved the inside berm out or I don't know. Yeah. There again, you're asking me to remember, bud. I'm going to be really happy to remember to tell my brother what we talked to Ryan about tonight. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Ryan, as usual, you know, I, I'm thinking Houston's is becoming more and more your favorite track because we just get to keep talking to you. Yeah, I definitely, I mean, it's. I don't really have a favorite track, but it's definitely up there on the list. So, um, it's, uh, I like the bull rings and... When when it's curved up and slick, and that's definitely how it gets to the A. So, uh, yep. yeah, I enjoy it a lot there. All right. Well, hey, great well, luck but, this week, and we wish you the best, big guy. Yeah, thank you guys for having me yep. on again. Take care. Yeah. See you guys. See yep. Bye bye. Like to thank Octane Inc. from T South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap. Golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers, sprint cars, hobby stocks. It doesn't matter. Uh, side by sides, they wrap it. Uh, they also do coolers. And they will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. Um, you name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing. And I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane Inc. You can contact them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And again, they're just great people to work with. And we're back. Hey, say it every time, but another great episode, I thought. Yeah, you know, Colby Clawson, this it might be the first one that's done the podcast in a hog barn. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm guessing he went outside because it'd be pretty hot in the barn, I would think. But yeah, well, it's, it's hot everywhere. Fit right real now. Phil 103 or something like that. He's he's got to be like it's got to be 120 in the hog barn. Uh, I'm just you would saying. Think. Well, they got a lot of fans, but yeah, but. Holy Anyways, smokes. another great episode. Lots of young kids, up and comers. They are. They are. I mean, you. Um, I guess we should have asked Colby how old he was. Then we would have known. Yeah, then we would have known. But <laughs> found out the other Colby is 16. Yep. And going to be a junior at Armor, I believe. Yep. Um, yeah, and it's his first ever win in a sprint car. So that's. That's really great for him. Yeah. Now he'll, he's hooked and forever he came, now. And he came from 11th. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's not like he. He didn't start up, you know, didn't, they didn't hand it to him, didn't crash out in front of him or something and give him the win. So. No. So that was, that's pretty awesome. So. And great win for all of them. We, we did interview, you know, if you're wondering how the heck we got Tim's on here because he's racing right now in Kansas. Yeah. We did him the night before. Yeah. We, did, <laughs> we, we snuck him in Monday night. So, um, when I talk to him after a race, he's like, I race every day this week. So it's Monday or nothing this week. Yep. So, so we got him Monday. So, but all worked out swell. Uh, no, he races at Houston's for a little while. Not till, not the, end till of the, the end of August. Um, Tobe and I are heading down Knoxville Nationals. Maybe we'll just have to try and get a hold of some other drivers between, of course, hard to get them now. They're so busy. To, right we'll, now is tough with Nationals going on and stuff, but there's, there's probably one or two here or there that we can talk to. We'll, we'll find figure, somebody. We'll hopefully. figure it out. So, all right. Hey, everybody have a great week. and Stay cool. Watch Knoxville Nationals.